The topic for today's year is the last Shabbos of the year, what we need to know. The first thing we need to know is that Shabbos is a time when people get together. And it's so good to get together with friends. The, the Pesach says, Hine matoi sachem gam yachad. How good and sweet it is <coughs> when, when brothers sit together. So this is a good hachona for Shabbos that we're sitting together, close friends, close friends that are in this room and close friends out of this room. The, one of the problems here is that every minute you meet another friend, Baruch Hashem, and, and everybody's glowing. You feel like they can shut the lights, they can put the sun away. We don't need the sun here. We, got, we have living lamps everywhere, Baruch Hashem. Hashem should help that the, the light should get bigger and better, Mr. Hashem. To do justice to talking about Shabbos, we need a few hundred years. And we don't even have a hundred minutes, so we're going to try to, to give a little bit, a little bit of a taste. It says, Those who taste Shabbos are zoichet to life. So what, whatever we're going to say, we need to know is a taste, just a taste of Shabbos. <clears throat> The Zohar Kodesh says, that the Tikkun Zohar writes, that the, the entire Torah is in the word Bereshis, that the word Bereshis contains the entire Torah in it, the word Bereshis and the first line of the Torah, and it gives many examples of the secrets that are found in the word Bereshis. One of the secrets is, it says that the word Bereshis is made up of two words, Roshe and Bas. The first letter is a base, the last letter is a tough, and in the middle you have the word Roshe. There's a Pasuk, Ele Roshe Beisavoisam. These are the heads of Klal Yisrael. Who were the heads of Klal Yisrael? Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. The three forefathers of the Jews, they are called Roshe Beisavoisam, the Ovois Hakdoshim. So that's the Roshe, and then there's Bas. The word Bas means a daughter. <coughs> The word bas is also a remez to the pupil of the eye. The pupil of the eye, the black circle in the eye, is called bas. So the Zohar Kodesh says that, number one, we know that the throne of Hashem, the throne of Hashem has four legs to it. A chair has four legs. Those four legs represent Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Dovid HaMelech. That's a certain shlemus, a certain set. That's a certain shleimus, the three ovois actoishim, and dovid amelech. The three ovois are 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 like like the word emes. The word emes has three letters to it: aleph, mem, and tof. Aleph is the first letter of the aleph base. Mem is the middle letter, and tof is the last letter. The three ovois: Avram is chesed. Yitzchok is Pachad, Pachad Yitzchok Gvura. Yaakov Avinu is called Emes, Titein Emes Liyakov. And Emes, Yaakov Avinu is called the Bechir Shabavos, that he's a combination. What makes him Bechir? What makes him the choicest one? That he's a combination of the other two. Chesed is on the right, Gvura is on the left, and Yaakov Avinu is called Tiferes, which combines Chesed and Gvura. We're not giving any deep shit. This is just a little introduction, a little, you know, so we should know that this is second grade. Not, we're not in first grade, then we'll go back to first grade. Or pre-1A for all of us, for me. <clears throat> so, so Yaakov Avinu is called Emes, Titein Emes Liyakov, and that's, that's, he's the combination of all three in a sense, this Aleph, Mem, and Tov. So we have that, and Emes is the Torah. The Torah is called Benosalanu Torah Semes. And, and at the same time, we have a sentence, emes ve'emuna choik v'loyavur, that these two have to go together. Either one without the other one is not complete. A person can have emes, 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 and, and with emes, a person says, is it true that there's Hashem? Is it true? Is it true that there's miracles? The answer is that with logic, with das and everything, Miracles don't make any sense. Hashem, we don't see him. How can, you, how can you prove that Hashem is true? The answer is we need emuna. The, the Torah says, kol mitzvah emuna. That all of the mitzvahs are dependent on emuna. 
and and bochavaku v'min alachas v'tzarek b'emunosi yichias. So we need emuna and emes. We need the ovoy sagdoshim, who are Avram Yitzchok Yaakov, and we need Dovra Melech, who is Dovra Melech said anit fila tachas avos yistenuni va'anit fila. I am tefila. We need this combination of emes and emuna. That's a certain shleimus, and that's what we see in the word barachis. We said Roshe, Roshe, and Bas. Roshe is the Roshe Beisovos, Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. They are the, the heads of Klal Yisrael. And the Bas, the Bas Ayin, the Bas Melech, the, the Shulchan Aruch says that we wash hands in the morning, the Tila Sedayim, because there's a certain Bas Melech that needs, uh, that needs re- removal, a certain Tikkun. The Melech is called the daughter. So that's this Dovra Melech. Shabbos. Now, now, we we know that that the kedusha, holiness and bracha, comes from the eyes. When the Torah describes Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael is the land. All all the bracha of the world comes from Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says in Tainus, Eretz Yisrael shoyset chila. Eretz Yisrael receives first from Hashem, and then the rest of the world. And in fact, the Zohar Kodesh compares it to a cup and a saucer. You have a cup, and you have the plate underneath the cup. When the cup fills up to the top, and you keep pouring, then it goes into the saucer. The cup is Eretz Yisrael. The saucer is the rest of the world. First, Hashem gives all the bracha to Eretz Yisrael. And if it continues, if it gets full, then it spills over to Chutzlaretz. If that's the case, why are so many people that live in Eretz Yisrael calling their relatives in Chutzlaretz to help them? And why are people who are supporting yeshivas and shuls, why are they going to Chutzlaretz for, for support? Because there's a hole in the cup. When there's a hole in the cup, then, then the, you, you pour into the cup, it leaks out. What's supposed to be in Eretz Yisrael leaks out to the rest of the world. And now it's a matter of retrieving it, retrieving that shefa and bringing it back to Eretz Yisrael. But Eretz Yisrael is the place that the bracha, the bracha of Hashem comes to first. Why? Where does the bracha come from? The answer is it comes from the eyes of Hashem. There's a pasuk, Tomid ene Hashem alekechabo, meireshis Hashanah v'adarsashana. The eyes of Hashem are constantly focused on Eretz Yisrael from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. That, that's where the eye... Does that mean Hashem is ignoring the rest of the world? Chas v'shalom, not ignoring, but there's a difference. There's definitely a major difference in Hashem's concentration and focus on Eretz Yisrael. And the Zohar Kodesh defines the eyes as four pieces. There are the tlas gavnendeina, the three colored rings of the eye, and there's the basai in the pupil of the eye. That's this roshe and that's this bas, and that's the word Shabbos. The letter Shin has three heads to it. The letter Shin has three heads, corresponding to Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. And then there's the Bas, the, the Bas, which is the Bas Melech. Corresponding to that, we have the three meals on Shabbos. We have the three Sudais on Shabbos. And we have Malava Malka, the Suda of Dovra Melech, the Suda of Dovra Melech, which is the, the crown on top of the Shabbos. And this is all in the word Bereshis. We said Bereshis has these two combinations, Roshe and Bas. And also the, the word Bereshis has this Roshe, the three, which is the three colored parts of the eye, and the Bas being the pupil of the eye. We know that the Tzadikim the tzaddikim are called Einei Ho'eda, the eyes of Klal Yisrael. We look through their eyes, and also when the Torah speaks about our relationship with the tzaddik, the Torah says, V'hoyu einecho royo Your eyes should see the tzaddik. Rabbi Nezal speaks in Torah Dalet about connecting to the tzaddik, and one of the connections to the tzaddik is going to see the tzaddik. This connection, this connection with the eyes, which we said is, is Shabbos. Shabbos is the, the shin and the bas, is the three colored rings and the basai, the pupil of the eye. We find that the Zohar Kodesh, there's a very famous quote in the Zohar Kodesh, 
where Rabbi Shimon Bar at one point had nine close Talmidim. Three of them passed away at one point, and he was left with six. And at that point, at one point, they said to him, Antu Shabbos the Kula Yoimi, that we are a complete set. There's seven of us, Rabbi Shimon Bar plus six Talmidim. You are the Shabbos, we are the six days of the week. Shabbos is Mekoyer Habrocha. We're going to say tonight in L'chadoidi, Likra Shabbos Elcha. let's go towards Shabbos, Kihi Mekoyer Habrocha, because Shabbos is the source of Brocha. Shabbos is the source of Brocha, and the Tzaddik, they said to Rabbi Shimon, you are the source of Brocha. We know that Brocha, the brocha there's a Pasuk, Brochois Leroish Tzaddik, that brachos are found by the Rosh Tzaddik. We know that in the Torah we have Parshas Vayechi, one of the major Parshas in the Torah, where the Tzaddik, Yaakov Avinu, is the Tzaddik who's giving the brachos to all 12 Shvatim, to Klal Yisrael. The bracha is coming from the Tzaddik. The bracha comes from the Tzaddik, and the bracha comes from Shabbos. Kihinagar bracha, because Shabbos and the Tzaddik are one, are one. The Rabbeinu Zal speaks about it in, in Torah Hei and the Kudimran. He speaks about what we find in many Sforim, that the world that we are in is based on three, three pieces. Oilam, Shana, and Nefesh. There's time, there's play, there's Zman, Mokoim, and then there's levels of creation. There's time, this world exists. In the, when Hashem created the world, one day, two days, three days, Yoim, Laila, defined very carefully in the beginning of the Torah that the world begins with time, right? Place, location, the first Pasuk in the Torah. Bereshis, Hashem created heaven and earth. Rashi says, what do we need to know? This isn't a, a history book. This isn't a storybook. This is the Torah. This is to teach us laws. Rashi quotes the Medrash, which says that Hashem wanted to tell us on page one and line one that he knew that there's going to be a place called Eretz Yisrael, and the Goyim are going to come and say, we were here first, we were here first. So Hashem wanted to make it clear on page one and line one, the first line, that I created heaven and earth. I'm the boss, and I own everything here. And the Goyim are there, they're my tenants. They have a lease. And when I say their lease is over, they're out. And and Klal Yisrael moves in. So we see again the first line in the Torah Hashem is already defining location, that there's a big world, there's an Eretz Yisrael, which is the most important place in the world. The eyes of Hashem are on Eretz Yisrael. So there's a time, and of all the times, there are many important times. There's Pesach, Yetzias Mitzrayim, Shavuos, Matan Torah, anything bigger than that, Sukkot, Ananiya Kovoid, seven days, the seven shepherds, Purim, Purim, which is Koilel, all the Yom and all of them, all the Chagim, receive from Shabbos Kodesh. Tonight in Kiddush, we're going to say, Tchilo Lamikroi Kodesh. That Shabbos is numero uno. Shabbos is number one. It's the top, the beginning of, of all the Yom Toivim. Everything branches out from Shabbos Kodesh. That's how big Shabbos is. That's how big the Tzaddik is. All the brachas come, brachas l'roish tzaddik. Rashi says in Chumash, this is not Hasidus and this is not Breslev. This is Rashi. Rashi says in Chumash, in the beginning of Lech Lecha, that Hashem said to Avram Avinu, listen carefully. Up until this point, the brachas were by me. From now on, from this point on, I'm giving over the brachas to you, to the tzaddikim. Lech Lecha me'artzecha u'memelatecha el ha'oretz ha'shorecha goderetz Yisrael you will be the bracha. Rashi says, Hashem said, until now, the brachas were by me. From here on in, anyone wants a bracha, they go to you. They go to the tzaddik. So the tzaddik is mekoyer habracha. Shabbos is mekoyer habracha. Eretz Yisroel is mekoyer habracha. Eretz Yisroel is the source of all blessing. All shefa come, all eyes all of all tefillah, everybody in the world, all over the world, where are we facing? When we're davening, we're facing Eretz Yisrael because that's where it's coming from. That's where the shefa is going to come from. It's going to come from Eretz Yisrael. It's brought that the, the, when the Torah praises Eretz Yisrael, it always says, Zovas Cholovedvosh, the land that flows with milk and honey. The last letters of Zovas, Cholov, Udvosh are Shabbos. Shabbos. 
to show that what Eretz Yisroel is in location, Eretz Yisroel is, what, what Shabbos is in time, Eretz Yisroel is in location. So there's a place, there's a time, and there's a person. And the person is the tzaddik. The tzaddik is Shabbos. The tzaddik is Eretz Yisroel. There's a posik, tzaddikim yirshu Eretz. Tzaddikim inherit the land. Rabbein Azal said during his time about the kever of the Baal Shem Tov, that a person going to the kever of the Baal Shem Tov, that's Bechina Seretz Yisrael, because Tzadikim Yirshu Eretz. So if people ask, how could you leave Eretz Yisrael? How could you leave Eretz Yisrael? I don't care who it is. How can you leave Eretz Yisrael to go? The answer is, we're not leaving Eretz Yisrael. We're leaving Eretz Yisrael and going to Eretz Yisrael. That a person going to a Tzadik is going to Eretz Yisrael. The Torah tells us <coughs> that there was a Tzadik Ezra HaSoifer, one of the greatest tzaddikim of all time. All kosher sifrei Torah originate from Ezra HaSoifer. And this Ezra HaSoifer was in Chutzloritz. And he had an opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael, and he waited. And he waited. And he waited until his Rebbe passed away. His Rebbe was Baruch ben Eriah, and the Gemara says that as long as Baruch ben Eriah was alive, he stayed in Chutzloritz. When Baruch, why? Because that's Bechina Seretz Yisroel. The place of the tzaddik has this kedusha because the tzaddik is Eretz Yisroel. Now a person would say, how dare you say something like we're comparing a human being? The answer is, you're right. It's not exactly a comparison because the tzaddik is higher than Eretz Yisroel. Just like, just like the, the, the Gemara says, imagine you have a Sefer Torah. Which is holier, Eretz Yisroel or a Sefer Torah? Do you stand up for Eretz Yisrael? Do you stand up? It doesn't say anything about standing up for Eretz Yisrael. When you see a Sefer Torah, you have to stand up. Everybody knows that, right? So the Gemara says, How silly are those people who stand up for a Sefer Torah and they don't stand up for a Talmud Chacham. That's called Kal V'choymer. The Kal is, 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 is a Sefer Torah. The Choymer is the Talmud Chacham. That's the Gemara. That imagine, imagine how foolish, this they stand up for and that they don't. That which is on a higher level. That's how higher level the Talmud Chacham, the Tzaddik is. That the Tzaddik Eretz Yisroel draws its Kedusha from the Tzaddik. In fact, in fact, Rabbi Nezal has a chapter in Likut Imran, Torah Samach Zayin, in the second half of Likut Imran, where he speaks about the Beis Hamikdosh, not Eretz Yisroel. We know that in Eretz Yisroel there's ten levels. There's levels, Eretz Yisroel is level one. Then Yerushalayim is higher. Then the Harabais is higher. And you go higher and higher and higher until you get to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies. That's the holiest place in Eretz Yisroel. That's, that, that's the, where all the Kedusha of all Eretz Yisroel emanates. And Rabbi Nezal shows in that Torah that the Beis Hamikdosh receives, again, what gives, what gives Eretz Yisroel its holiness? The eyes of Hashem, what gives, which, which is the, the Ene Ho'eda. The Pasuk says, Ene Hashem El Tzadikim. Ene Hashem El Tzadikim, that the eyes of Hashem are by the Tzadikim. In fact, the eyes of Hashem, the Tzadikim are called Ene, these eyes, these eyes. So, so the, the eyes of Hashem, which are what a shining light and holiness in Teretz Yisrael, where the Beis Hamikdash is drawing its holiness from, is from the Tzaddik, from the Tzaddik, who is receiving it from Hashem, who is this tzinor, this pipe, receiving from Hashem and transmitting, beaming to, to the whole world. So now we have the, the time, Shabbos, the place, Eretz Yisrael, the person, the tzaddik. Rabbi Avram, Rabbi Nachman, one of the giants in Breslov, once said, a Jew in Eretz Yisrael, especially in Yerushalayim, on Shabbos, that's the top of the top. That's the highest form of nefesh. Within nefesh, we have doimim, inanimate objects, we have plants, we have animals, we have human beings. The highest level is human beings. And then the highest level is a Jew. And the highest level is the tzaddik. So the highest level of nefesh is the tzaddik. The highest, the holiest time is Shabbos. The holiest place is Eretz Yisroel. 
Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is called Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, because Yerushalayim is a place where a person can receive this shlemus of Yira, this perfection of Yira. Rabbein Azal said, I am an oitzer of Yira Shamayim. I am a treasury of Yira Shamayim. We know again that the Gemara stresses that what a person receives from a tzaddik, a person receives chachma, they receive knowledge, but if they were to receive chachma alone, <coughs> that wouldn't be enough. We know there were chachamim who were major rishoim, Yeravam ben Avot, other chachamim. A person, the, the Mishnah says, imein yira, ein chachma, imein chachma, ein yira that either one without the other one is not shleimus. The tzaddik is an example of someone who is shleimus of chachma and shleimus of yira, the combination of both of this, and we draw both of them from him. We draw, we receive this chachma of kedusha, we receive yira shamayim. A person looks, they, they say about Rabbein Azal, one of the tzaddikim said that anyone who looked at this person was filled with yira shamayim. There were times that he would have his hands on the table and the whole table would be shaking because he was trembling in the presence of Hashem. The, the yira was so, was so prominent, was so visible on, on, on a person. The word Bereshis, we said before, which is koil everything, <coughs> has the words Yore Shabbos. Yore Shabbos. Yore Shabbos means respect for Shabbos, and Yore Shabbos also means this combination of Yira and Shabbos. We know that Shabbos has two sections to it. There's Zohar Esyom HaShabbos Lekatshoi, there's the positive mitzvahs of Shabbos, and there's Shomor Esyom HaShabbos Lekatshoi, there's the, the negative as the mitzvahs loisaseh, there's Zohar Vishomer, the, the positive and negative, the Yira and the Ahava. All the positive mitzvahs of Shabbos, the Kiddush we make, be Ahava uveratzayn hinchilanu, are expressing our deep love for Hashem. And the Loisa says, don't do this, Loisavare, don't make a fire, don't do this, don't do that. That's Yira. Shabbos is a combination of both. We talk about now we're in Elul, which is a month of Tshuva, and we're coming to Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Aseris Yemei Tshuva. Elul is Tshuva, Aseris Yemei Tshuva, Aseris, the 10 days, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur are Tshuva, wall-to-wall Tshuva. Where does Tshuva begin from? Again, we said Tchila, where does Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where do they receive their Tshuva from? From Shabbos Kodesh. The mitzvah of Tshuva, in Shabbos, there's a, in, in the Torah, the Pesach says, V'shavto ad Hashem you will return to Hashem, v'shomata bekoila, and you'll listen to Hashem. The word shavta, shavta, shin based off, is Shabbos. That Shabbos is the source, the mokor of tshuva. And it's brought that during the six days of the week, we're involved, we're avodim, sheishes yomim tavoid. During the six days of the week, there's all kinds of avoida begashmias. And Shabbos is menucha. Shabbos is, is a completely, di- Shabbos is Nisha, Shabbos is Kulay Kodesh, Ruchnius, wall to wall holiness, that Shabbos is a time of tshuva for the whole week. That the whole week, it was hard for us to be conscious of Hashem. We know the Shulchan Aruch begins with, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. That we're supposed to be conscious of Hashem. We're supposed to be conscious of Hashem the whole time. To do it during the week is, is a big struggle because there's so much going on, Ruchnius and Gashmius. But Shabbos, Hashem makes it much easier. We're disconnecting from a lot of the Gashmius and we're getting a Tosefet Neshama. We're getting a Neshama Yaseira, a Nefesh Yaseira, a whole additional portion of Ruchnius, which makes it much easier to connect to Hashem. And it's brought that this is supposed to begin from Erev Shabbos that it's brought that Erev Shabbos is a time that a person should be thinking tshuva, thinking tshuva, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash. There's a, an Indian of Rechitzas Maim Chamen on Erev Shabbos, bathing in hot water, warm water on Shabbos. I'm washing away, I'm washing away any tumor, any mud, any darkness, any sins. That's the terminology that's used in cleansing ourselves of Averos. And, and I'm changing my clothing, I'm removing the garments, the soiled garments, 
and I'm putting on fresh, clean clothing for Shabbos, which is the concept of tshuva, that the Pesach says <coughs> that if our sins will be red like worms, Hashem will whiten them, whiten them like snow, or, or the white katsemer, you white like wool. The clean clothes of Shabbos represent the, the removing of the negative clothes. Putting on clean clothes means that I'm telling Hashem, I want to strip myself of all the mistakes, all the negative things, and I want to I wanna come close to Hashem. I want to come close to Hashem with my food, with my clothing, with my gashmias, and especially with my ruchmias. The going to the mikvah on Erev Shabbos, it's brought that even those that don't go to the mikvah every day, but Erev Shabbos, Erev Yontif, special, special time, that that's one of the preparations <coughs> because mikvah is transformation. The, we, the, I believe it's Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, who used to go to the mikvah not just once a day, but he would go often. Any time there was something, so someone once asked him, you're swimming in a mikvah all day. You're in Torah all day. The Torah is compared to a mikvah. What do you need all of this mikvah for? And he said, I'll, I'll tell you, very simple. He said, out of all the things in Yiddishkeit, if a goy keeps Shabbos, if a goy drinks Chol of Yisrael, if he, if he eats marble cake, what? He's still a goy. He still remains a goy. He's still... But a goy goes into the mikvah, he comes out a Jew. If mikvah can transform, can make from goy to Jew, imagine a Jew going into the mikvah, imagine what kind of transformation takes place, imagine what kind of change. And it's brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, that just like Malchus HaDa'arak and Malchus that if you want to know what goes on in heaven, you study the government, how things operate on earth, and sometimes you can get an insight on what goes on to heaven. On earth, if somebody is a criminal and he's guilty, and they don't know where he is, they have a picture of him. So they give his picture to the police and they tell him, this is the guy you're looking for. This is the person. And they put his picture up. Anybody who finds this person gets a reward, $25,000. So the, the tzaddikim right, a person goes into the mikvah, he looks like that picture. He comes out of the mikvah, he doesn't look the same. What do you mean? He looks exactly the same. Your eyes, you need a new pair of glasses if he looks the same to you. You, to you, he looks the same, but to these malachim, he's a completely new, different person. And there was one of the tzaddikim, the Be'er Ma'im Chaim, one of the great Hasidic Shigedolim, who wrote a famous sefer, Siduroi Shel Shabbos. It's one of the outstanding Sifrei Hasidus, a major, major sefer, all about the greatness of Shabbos. And they say about this tzaddik that one time, one of the gvirim, one of the wealthy people that was, came to him for Shabbos, and he, he was with him and everything, and then after Shabbos, he was supposed to have a meeting with him. So after Shabbos, Matzah Shabbos or Sunday, he goes in to see him, and he asks, where's the Rav? Where's the Rav? So the Rav looks at him, and he is, he doesn't want to say, I'm the Rav. So he's, he's, he's trying to hint him that sort of, he says, don't, where's the Rav? I'm... And when he realized that this was the Rav, he realized completely different look, that this tzaddik, because he wrote such a sefer about Shabbos, by him you were able to see a complete difference. Mama, she couldn't recognize him. That's what Shabbos can do for someone who believes in the Kedusha of Shabbos. We know the Gemara says about Yom Kippur, that if a Jew goes through all of the avoidus of Yom Kippur and he doesn't believe that Yom Kippur can forgive all his sins, then it doesn't. Then it doesn't. Chas v'shan. But if a Jew believes that if the Torah says, Ki if a Jew believes in it, then it works. The Shulchan Aruch says that coming out of Shul, Matzi Yom Kippur, you're supposed to come out with a big smile on. Because I, why? Because I believe. I believe. I believe that it works. I believe that it works even for me. A person who has doesn't believe it works for them, then has from the... So here again, if Shabbos is such a, if we believe that this is that all the Yom and Toivim draw their Kedusha from here, and all the Bracha comes from here. Now, how do, I, how do I connect to this? When we started speaking, we spoke about Toyameho, that what we're going to learn here is a tiny taste of Shabbos. There's a Pasuk, Toyameho Chaim Zochu, in Shmanesra and Musaf, on Shabbos. 
those who taste the Shabbos are zoichet to life, are zoichet to real life. So first of all, there's a custom, a very holy custom, that one of the ways that we show respect for Shabbos, there's an in of kavoid Shabbos, and this is, <clears throat> I actually wanted to start with this, we're coming back to this. If somebody were asked, could you tell me in one word, what was the purpose of creation? What was the purpose of Hashem creating the whole world and everything in it? There are people that would come up with different words, and most of them are pretty correct. They could, the Torah, different, Bechira, different words. There's a Mishnah, the last Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, Rabbi Nassau, Rabbi Nassau, quote it many times, the Mishnah says, Kol ma shebora hakodesh Everything that Hashem created in the world, loibroi elo lichvoidoi. He created it for his kavod. Lichvoidoi, for Hashem's kavod. That's what the whole creation is all about. It's all about respect for Hashem, respect, respect for Hashem. And the Mishnah quotes a posuk, Shenemar, as it says, Kol hanikra bishmi velechvoidi berosiv yitzartiv afasisiv. Everything, everything that has my name on it. It's, it says made in China, it was made in China. But who owns China? Who created China? China, nothing. Hashem created China. And, and, and China exists as long as Hashem wants it to exist. So Hashem says, lichvoidi, for my kavoid, Berosiv, it's the Oilam Habriya, not just this world, but all the worlds were created for Hashem's Kavod. And therefore, now how do you show respect for somebody? How do you res- the, the Gemara says, shalotam zehu The will of a person, that's the respect for a person. I don't want that window closed. Somebody closes the window, they're showing this, they don't respect my will. My will is my kovoid. What My will is my kovoid. The will of Hashem is Hashem's kovoid, which means any time any person does any type of Avera, they're showing disrespect to Hashem. They're going against the will of Hashem. The will of Hashem is defined in the Torah. The Torah is the book that defines the Rosh Hashem. Any transgression is, is disrespect to Hashem. So when Odom and Chava ate from the Eitz Sadas, what was it? It was an act of disrespect being poigem in the kovoid of Hashem. And in fact, Rav Nassim Zal says, the ultimate disrespect for Hashem is ga'ava. I, I, me. Hashem says, anoichi. I, I am Hashem. Hashem says, anoichi. And a person who says, anoichi is in big trouble. I made, I made, built this, I, my business, I, I family, I... All the, the iPhone and i3 and i2, all the app people who think that that's everything, that's the G-O-D, chas v'shalem. I don't have my phone, I'm lu- I don't have my phone, I'm lucky. On Shabbos, I don't have my phone, so I'm, I get to live. The, the phone is, is, a, is a shackle, it's avdus, it's, it's slavery. Shabbos, no phone, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing real living without the phone, without the eye. So the I, the Anoichi, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. And, and it says that, that what, how the snake convinced them to eat, he said, you know how Hashem became so big? You know how Hashem got all of this? He ate from this tree. If you ate from this tree, you'll be like Hashem. How would you like to be like Hashem? And eating from that tree meant that they, they thought they could be like Hashem, which means it was a type of gaiva. And that's what caused all the trouble. That's what caused, that's what brought death to the world and destruction and the struggle for Parnosa and the struggle in giving birth. All the clothes that took place all came from that I, that Anoichi. The Balshemta says that there's a Gemara. The Gemara says in Chulin that there were three tzaddikim who were really exceptional in Anova. Avram Avinu, who said, Anoichi, offer of wafer, I'm dust and ashes. Dovin HaMelech, who said, I'm a worm, I'm not a person. Imagine this is the Melech, says I'm a worm. And Moshe Rabbeinu, who said, we're nothing. So the Gemara says, it's much greater what's written by, by Moshe Rabbeinu than what's written by the others. Because this one said he's a worm, and this one said he's dust and ashes, and Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm nothing. So the Baal Shem Tov asks, 
is there such a big difference if a person could honestly say, and again, this is written in the Torah, so they weren't lying. The Torah, every word in the Torah is truth. If a person could honestly say, I'm dirt, how much of a difference is it to say I'm nothing? The Baal Shem Tov says people are putting the accent on the wrong word. Avram Avinu said, Onoichi, offer, I am dust and ashes. Dovra Melech said, Onoichi, I am a worm. They were, they were really humble, but Moshe Rabbeinu said, Venachnu, we are nothing. He didn't use the I word at all. There was no I. There's no such thing, even though he was the real Anoichi. If there was anybody who could be an Anoichi, it was Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem says, Bechol Beisi on who? He's the one who I trust more than anyone else in the world. If there's anyone who could have said Anoichi, it was Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, We, my brother and me, Nachnu Mo. So, so the, the, our mission, when we talk about our mission statement in the world, our mission state in the world is to be mechabed Hashem, to give kovoy to Hashem. When we take away the kovoy of Hashem, it results in death. Adam and Chava showed disrespect to Hashem. and They went against Hashem's wishes, against the will of Hashem. It brought death. It brought death to the world. Shabbos, Shabbos is called toyameho chayim zochu. Those who taste Shabbos are to life, are to experience what real living is all about. Real living is not cars and phones and, and going to real, they call it making a living. Six days a week I'm making a living, and on Shabbos I'm not, and there are people who worry that I'm not going to work. Where's my money? No tiki, no washi. Everybody know, no work, no, no money. And a, a Jew who believes in Hashem knows just the opposite, that the only day that I don't go to work that's where my parnosa really comes from. That's where the bracha really, the bracha, the parnosa, the shefa really comes from. It comes from when I'm not working, when I'm giving kavod tashem, I'm being mechabed Hashem. When the kavod of Hashem is complete, the shefa is flowing full. Chas v'shem, when we detract from the kavod of Hashem, we're closing the faucet, chas v'shem. We're turning the faucet off. That's the singing of Kvoid Shabbos, showing respect for the Shabbos. The respect for the Shabbos is certain foods that during the six days of the week, this food, that food, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. A Jew should try to get to a level where during the six days of the week, no, no big difference. I like, I don't like, I like it more. Like, doesn't change the world. If I like it more, I like it less. It is brought, there is such a thing, Rav Nosenzal speaks about this in Kutalachas, that a person, let's say, who likes apples and doesn't like oranges, he doesn't, and he has an apple and an orange in front of him, he should make a bracha on the apple. Why? Because the fact that a person likes something, the fact that a person wants this more than they want that, shows that there's a certain soul connection. There's a, a nefesh connection. Because the word nefesh Soul means rotsoin, will, desire. Rashi says in Chumash, in the beginning of Chayesorim, Yeshes nafshechem, mesi, if you want me to bury my wife, nefesh is rotsoin. So the fact that a person wants something does mean something. But if a person makes an issue of that during the six days of the week, they don't get it. They don't get it that Shabbos is coming. And on Shabbos, that's when it's going to make a difference. That's when the Torah says that if a person shops, if a person looks to buy what they like, a, a, a certain meat, a special wine, a special this, the certain special things for Shabbos, then it's not respect for me. It's respect for Hashem. This is the day, Hashem's day. Hashem says, this is my day. And any respect given to Shabbos in food, in clothing, in any Gashmias, and especially in Ruchnias, is being mechabed Hashem. It's showing respect for Hashem. And, and now we said that toyameho chayim zochu, that tasting Shabbos is tasting life. And originally, when the world was originally created, Hashem's plan was life, to live eternally, permanently. We went against the will of Hashem. We lost that privilege. We brought death to the world. 
Adam and Chava brought death to the world. So the tikkun is, the tikkun for this is to bring life. I, on, on, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, and on Rosh Hashanah, we're going to be davening for Chaim, 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 Chaim. On Erev Rosh Hashanah, one of the long slichas towards the end, we say the word Chaim maybe 20, 30 times. Life, 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 because that, that's, that's, what Hashem, that's what Hashem really wants. He wants life. Hashem himself is called Chai HaChaim. Hashem himself is called the ultimate in life. He wants to be connected to Hashem means to be alive. To be connected to the tzaddik. The tzaddik is called Chai HaChaim. When, we're gonna, when Mashiach is going to come, Mashiach is going to be a springboard for Tchias HaMesim. The dead are going to be brought to life. That's the ultimate tikkun. So we're told about Shabbos Toyameho Chaim Zohu. We said, we spoke about the preparation for Shabbos, and now we come to Shabbos itself. <coughs> Tonight we're going to say, Vishamru Venei Yisrael Es HaShabbos. That the Jews guard the Shabbos. Anybody here ever do guard duty? Anybody here a Shomer? Any Shomrim here? Shomer. What is, what is, what is a Shomer not allowed to do? Not allowed to sleep. If he sleeps, he's defeating the whole, his whole mission is God is to stay awake. The Shomru of Nezros Shabbos means that Shabbos is Chaim, Shabbos is life. The Gemara says sleep is one sixtieth of death. That when a person's sleeping, they're crawling into the grave, because the grave is permanent sleep. And, and going to sleep is Toyamel, is tasting death. It's a taste of death. So one of the tzaddikim in Breslov, Reb Nachman Chirin, who also wrote a sefer on Shabbos. He wrote a sefer, Yekora de Shabbato, the specialness of Shabbos, or respect for Shabbos, where he took the entire Likut Maran, all the shurim that Rabbi Nachman speaks about on Likut Maran, which speak about the whole Yiddishkeit, and he showed how it's all connected to Shabbos. How keeping Shabbos is observing all 613 mitzvahs. And after he wrote that sefer, he couldn't sleep on Shabbos anymore. From when Shabbos began, and so they asked him once, how do you do this? See, so what, what do you mean? It says, v'shamru, v'shamru, a guard can't go to sleep. So we, we are not necessarily Reb Nachman Shirin, we're not necessarily the Sidur Eshel Shabbos, but each and every one of us on our level can taste, can taste Shabbos, by being awake. <clears throat> now the Gemara says, the Gemara says that if a person is idle, if a person is idle, that's like sleep. That's like sleep. If a person spends Friday night schmoozing, and ba ba ba, they had a, they slept a lot that Friday night. Chas So so being awake means being awake. Chayim means Torah. The Torah is called Kihu Chayecha Vo'erech Yomecha. It's, it's Torah. Being awake means Tefillah. There's a posik Tefillah Lokel Chayoi. Davening Tashem, that's my life. That's my life. Life means Torah and Tefillah. Life means Mitzvah. The Mitzvahs are called Chayim. The, the, the Torah is called Eitzchah, Tree of Life. To whatever degree each and every one can, my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld used to speak to us the last two weeks before, before Rosh Hashanah. He would say on, on Arab Shabbos, these are the last two Shabbosim of the year. We have a chance to fix all the Shabbosim <coughs> of the whole year if we're Zerche to try our best to do this Shabbos right, to make it right. <coughs> Tonight, this is the last Arab Shabbos of the year, and this is the last Shabbos of the year, the final Shabbos, from which Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos Hashem gives all the bracha for the following week. It says when Hashem first created the world, it says, Ki yomim osa Hashem es Those who know Hebrew, Leah, those who know basic Chumash, Ki yomim osa Hashem es Mesoretz. Is that proper Hebrew? Or should it have said, Ki yomim osa Hashem. In six days, Hashem created heaven and earth. It says, Hashem created the earth six days. You don't talk like that. You say, Hashem created the world in six days. Ki right? Anybody disagree? 
if you do, you're disagreeing with the Zohar Kodesh. The Zohar Kodesh says, Ki b'sheishes yomim. So why does it say, Ki b'sheishes yomim? Because Hashem only created six days, those first six days. Where did the rest come from? The answer is the Orachayim HaKodesh says, Shabbos creates the next six days. Every single Shabbos prepares the next six days. According to how we will observe Shabbos, that's what prepares the following six days. We should be zeicha. Today is Erev Shabbos Kodesh. We should be zeicha. <coughs> a, person, a person shouldn't wait till 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. All of us have experience and our wives have experience that if you wait on Friday, chas you're in trouble. Shabbos starts now. It's, it's seven, eight, 7, 8 minutes to 11. The time is reason, makdimen, lemitzvois. A person, a person who wants to get the benefit of this Shabbos should start, we're late. I remember my Rebbe, Michal Dorfman, once said that when he was living in Russia, there was a professor who was very well known to be very knowledgeable in chinuch, education of kids. So somebody once called, a parent once called up this professor and said, can you tell me when does education of kids begin? So he said, how old is your child? They said, three and a half. He said, you're three and a half years late. It starts from the moment the child is born. That's when chinuch begins. According to the music the child hears, according to the food they eat, according to everything, is going to take an effect. Our Shabbos began. It began from last night. Last night, the day, the Jewish day begins, it began from Chatzos Laila. <clears throat> now we have six, seven hours left. We should be zeichet to prepare, to grab, to grab, to do everything we can to show respect for Shabbos, kvoid Shabbos, covet Shabbos, and to be as early as possible, to be ready as early as possible, not chashom de, when a king is coming, the, the, the simple example, when a king is coming to a person's house, a king is coming, a queen is coming, you, you don't prepare, you're not running around till the last minute unless you're silly, silly. If a person knows that the bracha is coming into my house, the earlier the better, the earlier it starts the better, and the later it finishes the better. We're in a hurry to get to Shabbos, and we're not in a hurry to leave Shabbos. We should be zeichet to show Ahava and Yira. We said that Shabbos is all the whole spectrum of Kedusha. There's Oinik Shabbos, the pleasure of Shabbos. There's the concept of Tshuva me Ahava. The Gemara speaks about two levels of Tshuva, Tshuva me Yira and Tshuva me Ahava. Tshuva me'yira, the Gemara says, is a high madrega. Tshuva me'ava is even a higher level. Shabbos is a combination of yira and ava. We said the word barashis is yore Shabbos. Shabbos has this element of yira. Don't do this, don't do that. And Shabbos is ava. I love my Shabbos clothes. I love my Shabbos food. I love the singing on Shabbos. Be ahavo verotzen hinchilano. There's a posik ahava betaanugim. That love goes together with pleasure. And we know that Shabbos, oinig Shabbos. So Shabbos is ava and yir, it's everything. We should be zechet to believe in the Kiddush of Shabbos and to embrace it to do everything we can to show respect and love for Shabbos by the tzaddik who is Shabbos, by the tzaddik who is Shabbos, and in Eretz Yisrael, the place of the tzaddik, tzaddikim Yishwaretz. We have everything here. We just have to jump in, dive in. B'zorcha to get ready. There are some people, there are some shita. It's about going to the mikvah right before Shabbos so that you're, you're coming into Shabbos clean. The Arizal and Rabbi Nachman and many other tzaddikim went to the mikvah at Chatzois, midday, Chatzois, because at, when you go to the mikvah on Shabbos, you're starting to take on the neshama yaseir of Shabbos. Each step of preparation for Shabbos, you're drawing it. All of us should be zechet to believe in Hashem, to believe in the tzaddikim, to believe in the Torah, to believe in, in Shabbos, and be zechet, and be zechet, through the kedusha of Shabbos, and, and connecting to the tzaddik who is Shabbos, and an emuna in, in Eretz Yisrael to be zeichet to get the full measure of bracha. I want to mention that there was a person who donated money to, to sponsor this shir. It's in memory of Arthur and Dorothy Mandel. The shir should be a, a, an ili neshama for them. 
and for all the neshamas, the, the 30,000 neshamas, one of the reasons that we're here is that Rabbi Nachman, who could have been buried in Eretz Yisrael, who could have been buried wherever he wanted to, he mentioned the choices, and he said he chose this. It's not he didn't have a, he did have a choice. He chose this place because he said there's a certain holiness here. There was a level of mesiras nefesh here that there wasn't anywhere else in the world. What do you mean? 30,000 people here, 6 million people in, in Auschwitz, those places. The 30,000 here were given a choice. They were told if they bow to the cross, they live. If they don't, they die. And men, women, and children, no one bowed. No one bowed. Everyone refused. Rabbi Nezal said there was a level of Kiddush Hashem here that's awesome, and he wanted to be among these Kiddushim. He wanted to assist in elevating these souls and in elevating our souls. <clears throat> the whole world has eyes on us. It was always this way, but this year everybody knows. The world is watching. What are these breast lovers going to do? They're, everybody says, you're not going to Uma, right? You're not going. You're not going. <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not going. We're here. We're here. So let's not be silly. Let's not waste the moment here. Let's be careful to take advantage of the time, every moment, to use it in a positive way. In our relationship with Hashem, to help each other in whatever ways we can. Anyone that needs help to greet each other. Each one, you give a person a smile. You could be saving that person's life, literally. Rabbein, as I said, there are people who have made a decision to commit suicide. Why? Because who would care if I dropped their hood? Again, may, I'm dead already. I'm dead already. Yes, so if I die, it's no, no difference. And you, you look at such a person and you say, wow, it's so good to see you. I'm so happy to see you. And now the guy can't commit suicide because he can't say nobody cares. Somebody does care. We should be zeichet to give chiyas to each other and to draw chiyas from the tzaddik and be zeichet to all the tikkunim that we can get here for ourselves, for our families, for all of Klal Yisrael. We shouldn't think we're here, we're the great ones, and whoever's not here is not great. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Sometimes my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld once paid two and a half thousand dollars 45 years ago for a plane ticket to come here, two and a half thousand dollars, and he came with two of his students who were not rich. So it was $7,500 between the three of them to plane tickets to come here, and they came and the taxi was driving down the road to Oman, that road from, from Kiev towards Odessa, and when he was supposed to turn into Oman, he floored the gears and kept going. They started screaming, Oman, Oman, he ignored them, and he took them to the airport because he had been given instructions not to let them go. And they said that they set Tikhan Akloli in the car with such a broken heart that he said, who knows, I don't know which Tikhan Akloli would have been better, the Tikhan Akloli that we would have set at the Kever or the Tikhan Akloli. So there are people who aren't here who wish they were here. And there are people who aren't here who if they knew what this was about, they would have been here way before us. They would have come in January. They would have come way before us. So we, we want to represent, we want to be shlichim on behalf of all of Klal Yisrael, that all of Klal Yisrael should be zeichat all the Yeshua's and refuah's, agul l'shleim, b'amir, amen, amen, amen.